on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. What's the appropriate amount of time to wait before upgrading your phone? Who are some of the best refurbishers to trust out there? How do you avoid getting had by scammers? The cheapskate Rick Broida is here, flooring questions from today's live show. Okay, so I want to talk to a creative group on Periscope. Uh, they're saying that Best Buy and Walmart are really good places for getting deals on refurbishing. They're uh, a positive places to go as a seller and as a buyer. Uh, Rick, what are some other good brick and uh, brick and I want to say Rick and mortar. Uh, Rick, what are some <laughs> other good brick and mortar uh, places that uh, really give you the best bang for your buck if you're trying to do a trade in or pick up a, a reliable refurbish? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have to say Best Buy and Walmart would be my two choices as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, you can also go to any of the big four carriers to do your trade-in and to Apple uh, proper. Obviously, they do trade-ins as well. Um, you know, the, the thing with doing that is you're very often going to get roped into a big four contract uh, when you yeah. do a trade-in that way. And that's what I like to try to steer people away from because I just, I, me personally, I prefer to buy a phone outright and then shop for the carrier that's offering me the best deal, the one that suits me best. Because, you know, instead of paying for the phone over two years and being locked into whatever the service plan is for two years, I just, I don't want to do that. I want to have the freedom. So my only advice as far as choosing a brick and mortar option is making sure you don't get roped into a contract as part of that trade-in. Good enough. Yep. All right, moving Good on. Tip. Next one, let's talk to Ryan, one of our regulars on YouTube. Uh, he says, I've been waiting to upgrade to this year's Galaxy S phone to upgrade from the S9 Plus, but I'm waiting uh, six months until I can find a discount. My phone still works fine. Why pay a higher price now? I mean, that's obviously a rhetorical question, uh, but I, I would go ahead and frame that as... Uh, when is the right amount of time to wait, Rick? Between upgrades? Um, yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, I'm still using an iPhone 10 that I just realized I've now had for a little over two years. And I have absolutely zero desire to upgrade, to tell you the truth. Um, it's, you know, the battery's still hanging in pretty well. The takes great photos. The size is perfect for me. Why would I upgrade at all? So we're starting to see this trend where instead of upgrading every year or even every two years, people are holding onto their phones for, for even longer. So I don't know that there is a right time to upgrade, except if you're starting to see really poor battery life mm -hmm. or you're actually having a, a physical problem with the phone. Um, don't, don't be in a rush. Don't be caught up in all the hype because this phone has five cameras on the back. And you just got to have it. But, but Rick, I, I need, I need patient. that fifth camera, Rick. I need that fifth camera. You need the fifth camera? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was, I mean, I'm guilty of being caught up in the hype as well at times. Um, you know, one, I, one of the tricky propositions when you, when you talk about, you know, buying a phone and shopping around for carriers is the 5G factor, right? Because 5G networks are different across different carriers. And yes, I, I Brian, I found a way to tie this back into 5G. Crap. Uh, <laughs> but the the problem with a lot of these 5G phones is like you have to buy one for specific carriers, right? Or they, they may not work or they're not optimized for that carrier's 5G network. That makes things a little bit tricky. That said, I guess if you're looking at 5G, you're probably willing to pay a bit of a premium. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not the least bit interested, to, to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't see any immediate real-world advantages to having 
a 5G phone on a 5G network, and I certainly don't want to pay for it. You know, let's everyone remember we spend the most of us spend most of our time connected to Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. At which point, wh what is the big deal about 5G? And <laughs> I may get an earful for asking that question, but um, I, I just don't pay the premium for the phone and don't pay the premium for the service until we're a couple years down the road. Right. Well, seeing as speaking as someone who's on the train and would love a 5G, a steady 5G signal in Long Island, <clears throat> carriers, all carriers. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could definitely see the benefit of it uh, and not having my, my shows stream or, or lag. Um, but yeah, I get, I get your point. Like right now, 5G is not to the point where it's a must-have feature. And it's definitely a premium. If you're looking to get a good deal, 5G may not be one, something you consider. Roger, I would love to have any kind of signal uh, consistently when riding on public transport. I don't care if it's 3G. Uh, That's true. Well, I, I'm above ground though, so I, I guess I have a higher expectations. If you're underground, there's like, you kind of understand that signal. It's difficult to get signals there, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually looking too far into logistics and actual science on this one. Uh, Eric <laughs> says, just because your phone comes in a new box does not mean it's refurbished. Now, this is a good point, and I wanted to spin that into a question about how to tell. Uh, because I myself accidentally once bought a refurbished computer and didn't even realize it. Are there things to look out for? Are there Ooh. scammers out there? Uh, are there ways to protect yourself? Are there ways to recoup yourself if you get drawn into that that evil criminal underbelly of uh, misguided refurbished equipment, Rick? Right, for sure. So that's one reason I am a little leery of ever buying a phone from, uh, say, uh, Craigslist or eBay mm. or Facebook Marketplace. Anytime you're dealing with kind of a one-to-one -one, uh, transaction versus you're going through a service like Backmarket and Declutter, where, will they, where they will check the IEMEI numbers, make sure that the phones are unlocked and um, you know in good working order, things like that. There's there's some protections built in uh, doing it that way. So yeah, I mean, there's no question. I mean, you hear stories all the time about you know I ordered a phone and got a box of rocks. You know, things <laughs> the scammers are out there for sure. But that's why I really recommend dealing with a service that will have your back if something happens. Well said. Definitely. Uh, next up, let's go ahead and shout out the wait gang. All the guys and gals waiting for the next great phone. Adrian is waiting for the iPhone SE, rumored iPhone SE 2. Uh, Will's waiting for the Pixel 5. Uh, BVG is waiting for the Samsung S20 Active. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I don't think hey, that's, that's you. That's not coming, dude. Oh, uh, I feel like there wasn't an S10 active, was there? No, there wasn't any active yeah. since the eight either. So I don't. Yeah, so, sorry, man. Yeah, those are those are super. Those were phones tailor made for Brian, by the way. Just with his tendency to chuck phones across the room onto walls, those phones were military spec, like hardened phones, perfect for Brian. So I'm sorry. <laughs> the secret's out. This show is actually one giant product placement for the uh, <laughs> for active. for a dearly departed product that's, yeah. that hasn't been around for years. Yes. Okay, we got five or so minutes left. Uh, Timothy, as always, bringing it to the chat in YouTube. Flagships are meant to last you for years. That's the whole point of a flagship. Keyword is years. If you got last year or two or two years ago model, then it's not worth the upgrade. Well said, Timothy. He goes on to say, do you think the S20 Ultra will cannibalize the upcoming Note 20 Plus or vice versa? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, it's a big phone. I just, I just had my hands on it for the first time two days ago with a case and it was just massive. I, I struggled to put it in my pocket. You know, note users tend, I mean, they, they, 
Samsung tends to differentiate with the stylus and oftentimes with like the battery. Um, and so they're, I'm sure they're going to put in some extra bells and whistles with the Note, but I get your point. If you're really just looking for a big phone, like the S20 Ultra will likely be a much better deal when that Note phone comes out because it's several months down the line. It's the end of summer. The S20 Ultra will have been in the market for a while. So I imagine that would be a better deal if you don't care about the stylus uh, and, and whatever other you know extra features Samsung puts in for the Note. All right, and as we're winding down here, let's take one from Theus. Uh, is it better to wait this year to buy a new phone since it looks like 5G will be a normal thing uh, to see in the next year and coming for all the flagships, or is it still a waiting game? Uh, it's definitely a better time. I think last year was a clear, hard no in terms of buying 5G phones. You know, This year, the, the radios that are being put in the phones are, are more compatible, so you can take them from carrier to carrier. You might not get every aspect of a carrier's uh, 5G uh, capabilities, but it's a lot better than last, than last year. I, I would say, you know, if you're just, if you, especially if you're waiting on a deal, it, it's probably better to wait later this year or beginning of next year. Um, the, the next year's radio, we already kind of have a preview from Qualcomm. It's not necessarily faster, but it does a lot of work to kind of get, it doesn't have faster peak speeds, but I think it's it's going to be more effective at actually getting to some of the higher speeds that people have been promising for a while than even the you know the chipsets and the radios that we see this year. So it's always going to get better as time goes on, but I think the fact that it gets better plus the networks are more mature in early 2021, that, that feels like a, a much it's, – it's a time where I'm more comfortable recommending folks actually jump onto 5G. Are you guys ready for some uh, wild generalizing editorialization? Uh, here's a question from Gauss House on Periscope. What do you guys think about a Samsung Galaxy S9 in 2020? I think if I'm still running an S8, you're going to be just fine. Oh yeah, Brick. What do you think? S S9 still worth a still worth a deal if you can get a good if you can get a good deal for it. Absolutely, because remember that was the flagship just two years ago, and you know every last few years, all we have seen, of course, are just evolutionary updates to these phones. Yeah. So a little faster, a little bit better camera. These are great phones going back a couple of years. So if it's a if it's an iPhone 10 or 10R, if it's a Galaxy S9, uh, if it's a OnePlus 6, I mean, if you can get a deal, grab it by all means. There you go. Uh, one more question from Will on YouTube: uh, How big is the next Note even going to be if this one already has a 6.9 inch <laughs> screen? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, they can they can cram more screen in, or they can keep it the same size and. Focus on the yeah. Rick's Rick's basically yeah. This that's kind of the guess. big yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be massive. I we don't know. Uh, we we really don't have a clue at this point. Um, but I imagine Samsung's gonna try to shift the conversation towards focusing on the stylus or or whatever new feature that's sort of exclusive to the Note. Um, keep in mind that that's usually where they they kind of use that as the that franchise as the test bed for a lot of features that eventually trickle down to the the more mainline S line. So. We'll see, but again, if you if you just care about the size, I mean, that's twenty ultra is probably going to be a good deal for you when the the note comes out. I have an effective unit of measurement when it comes to the size, uh, th- and this is official. <laughs> this Careful. is legit. Uh, it's going to be big enough to piss off Alfred. There you go. Oh my god, this is gonna this. I mean, S twenty ultra will definitely enrage Alfred. So you already know you're on a good track there. Yeah. Uh, let's take one more uh, to go out on. This one's this one's completely out of left field, so feel free to run with this, Rick. Uh, as far as 
different companies that are notorious for their deals. Who are some of the best ones to keep a close eye on who are just constantly putting stuff on sale? Uh, and who are some of them who maybe tout their their deals a little more than they maybe necessarily should? You know, the markdown price is nineteen ninety nine to nineteen ninety five, and it's a, a total ripoff. Uh, who are you looking for there, and how to watch out for stuff like that? Wow, that is a huge, broad question. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no it's pressure. Right. That one's when coming you, from the heart. When you say heart. companies, are you talking about like Amazon? Or are you talking about like the individual phone manufacturers? Uh, let's take a little both. Uh, honestly, um, just as myself, as a very casual consumer, uh, I would just wonder, you know, who to keep an eye on the most and who to not even waste my time keeping an eye on overall. I don't know that I'd say that there's anybody don't waste your eye your time keeping an eye on because you know we live in a deal society now everybody's doing this deal of the week and that deal of the week and mm. you got prime day and black friday and all of it it's just ongoing ongoing um you know the joke is is amazon's you know gear is on sale literally once a month if not more so if you miss a sale you turn around and it'll be on sale again um you know i I'll just say that that uh, in, on the Cheapskate blog, um, I'm looking for this stuff all day, every day, and I'm so I'm kind of watching this space for everyone. Um, you know, Amazon came out with a, a Galaxy S10e deal at 550, which was below what Samsung's price cut was going to be a couple weeks before they did the price cut. So Amazon actually will frequently have some pretty solid deals um, on phones. Um, there's a company called Daily Steals that I work with regularly that often does some exclusive discounts with us um, for like open box and uh, phones like that that are pretty spectacular. So, you know, it's hard to, for me to say, you know, watch this or don't watch that. I'll just simply say that that <laughs> I'll plug myself. I'm the cheapskate. I'm going to find the deals for you. <laughs> <clears throat> so check in every day on CNET.com slash cheapskate. Well said. I wasn't trying to put you like on the spot there. Uh, I just wondered. Did you if like you my had... little dance around your question, not not even answering? It? No, it's good. I just you're you're too nice. No, you, I you, you answered had... it. There was there was an answer in there. There was. Yeah. I just wanted to see if you had a blacklist. Uh, I have no blacklist. I honestly don't. All right, if you say so, we'll find it. <laughs> Uh, we're out of time though, Rick. It's so good to talk to you again. It's been way too long. Uh, thanks again for making time for us. Yeah, my absolutely. pleasure. Anytime. Uh, and on that note, Roger, let's go ahead and get on out of here. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have any questions during the offseason, leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5173. We also accept feedback, constructive criticism, or haikus. Or like the rest of the modern world, you can just add us on Twitter. As always, if you want to learn more, there are links to all today's stories, as well as all, as well as all the places you can subscribe in the description below. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.